Broadcasting from high above the reserve, this is Radio Harambe. Jumbo, everyone, and thank you, as always, for tuning in to Radio Harambe, and a very happy new year to all of you. I hope you had a safe and wonderful new year. Um, I am Dave McBride, broadcasting from the Radio Harambe studios, and joining me from his after his New Year's hangover is Safari Mike. <laughs> Mike, how are you? Uh, Jumbo Dave. Jumbo. I heard, I heard you had a heck of a blowout on New Year's Eve. Oh, yeah, sure. I think I was in bed by 9.30. Oh, that sounds like my New Year's Eve. <laughs> Actually, I have to work New Year's Eve, so I, will, I won't be... I, I, I would be blowing out anyway. Uh, anyway, we're recording this actually before New Year's. New Year's Eve. Uh, yes, on New Year's Eve, and it is our tradition um, since the beginning of the show that we... Right around the new year, do one show where we look back at the year of 2017, and then the next show where we look ahead and give our sort of wish list for 2018, which is going to be a complicated one this year for sure. Spoiler yeah. alert, one of us actually won last year and got only one right. <laughs> so I got, uh, well, we'll. So it was a low scoring, yes, well pitched game. 1 0. Yeah. We'll, I will not say who, which one of us won. But it was 1-0. I plan on winning gotcha. next year. So I already got gotcha. my list ready to rock and roll. It's like that game four of the 96 World Series. <laughs> Pettit and Smoltz going at it, right? Or it's the like uh, 87 Twins. Uh, there you go. Smoltz, Jack Morris. That's another good one. It's a uh, deep cut. <laughs> <laughs> so we have um, all of 2017 to look back at here, Mike. And uh, we just what we're basically all we're going to do is go through the news by month. Uh, just so we look back at how we kind of got to where we are right now. It was a big now. year. It was a huge year. Um, and I'll also say it's a very front-loaded year. Yes. Yes, very uh, much so. <laughs> we will spend almost the entirety of this podcast up until June. <laughs> yeah, May 27th seems yeah. to be a big cutoff. Day. Yeah, and then and then <laughs> that's it, really, for us. We're, uh, we're kind of like just breeze through the last few, uh, few yeah. months here because there really isn't a whole lot. And... Um, you know, not to not to preview next year too much, but I kind of feel like that's what it's going to be like next year too. Really? Yeah, I think there's going to be a dearth of big news next year. Do oh well, let's hold it for let's hold it for the next episode. So uh, oh yeah, well you can do that. That's fine. But and you mean a dearth at the, at the Animal Kingdom? Yes. Really? 
I don't think there'll be a lot. You think there will be? I don't think. I uh, know. I agree. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. I don't think there's going to be a no, lot. No, I mean, but there's a lot of big news in the first half of this year. I don't think yeah. we're getting big news anytime next year. No, I think it's going to be tough next year. I think it's going to be, be a short, year. short year. It's going to be a short show. <laughs> um, <laughs> Ten I mean, the minute mo- primer. The most we could probably <laughs> look for forward to in real in reality is you know some changes to shows and. Well, we already know one. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's it. I mean, could that that may be the only significant thing that happens? Could be in in uh, in all of twenty. Yeah, we're usually surprised. Might get a big announcement or something, but I don't think anything. Yeah, I major. Can't imagine. Can't imagine. It's I've, not even a D twenty three, so it's not. Uh, you're not going to get big news there either. Let's preview. Let's let's worry about that for the next. All righty. So, so excuse me as I get myself ready here. Um, January. Obviously, most of what we're going to be talking about is going to be Avatar. And it's really interesting to look back at how where we were leading up to the date mm-hmm. um, and how sort of secretive Disney is and how they sort of trickle things out. Um, in, Janu- in January of last year, we still did not have a solid opening date. No, not at all. For Pandora. Correct. Um, <clears throat> the, the goalpost had kind of slid back and forth a little bit. Right, we we were here in sometime in 2017 yep. for a long time, and then it was maybe the first half. It certainly wasn't going to be the beginning. They kind of punted that. You and I were speculating this might not happen until Christmas of 2017. Right. I mean, People was- were even talking about 2000. You know how Disney is and delay everything gets delayed, like Snow White and all that. It'll be 2018 before you see this thing right. open and all that kind of stuff. Right. But we were starting to hear um, through the Florida resident tickets that the times. Uh, were blackout dates right. because Florida residents have blackout dates where they can't go to the parks. Um, and there's a lot of tickets that do that, but the Florida resident one was the one that kind of tipped us to this. Mm-hmm. And that blackout date was put at the Animal Kingdom between May 27th and June 9th. There was really no other reason for that. Zero um, other reason. So, so that was your first big clue. And it That was a huge yeah, clue. Spoiler alert, turned out to be correct. That was a huge clue. <laughs> um, but still, they're not announcing no. because... They're sort of hedging their bet. They've got it, they've got to put that in the contract mm-hmm. for the Florida because people when they're buying a ticket, residents are buying a ticket. They're basically signing a contract for the terms and conditions of what the ticket is because it has so many, um, and they need to put that in there. So they gave themselves a very short window, but they put it in there. And uh, you know, here we go. We we were we were ready for it. Um, let's see. Was there anything else in January from not, not nothing else from Avatar yet? But we had a few other things. The release of the Rivers of Light album. Yes. Um, which I have since purchased, and I think yep. it's glorious. I have I have it as well. It is actually quite good. Um, what else do we have here? We had uh, an elephant baby born. Stella. Stella, who's still there and still gets what the ooze and odds. Well, you still see her all the time. Oh. She's still a baby. You can still go see her. She still looks like a tiny little thing uh, compared to Mama, oh, sure. Mama yeah, Elephant. Yeah, I got what you're saying. And, uh, you know, she hasn't grown up yet. So she's uh, she's 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 still there to uh, take pictures of and enjoy. And she's I quite funny. I want to know how many times as they're driving on the Kilimanjaro safaris, a guest yells out, Stella! Oh, I do it every Like Marlon Brando. At least once when I'm there. <laughs> I do it every time. I think pretty much, yeah, I know. Every truck must have a couple. But go ahead. I think there's more than one in most of the trucks I'm in. Uh, what else do we have here? Oh, and new animal experiences were starting to be tested. And, and yes. you and I saw some of this kind of early on in the yeah, time. Both of them. Yeah. Um, Disney made an agreement with the Natural Encounters Incorporated, which is the... 
Winged Encounters Winged people. Encounters people. And Flights of Wonder people. And Flights of Wonder. And they were going to do, and we're doing, small sort of shows, animal encounter shows. The one we saw actually involved the soon-to-be-talked-about Guano Joe. That's the one in, in Dino Land. Land. Yeah. Yeah. I, I saw the Harambe one. Did you not? I did. Okay, all right. The one where they're flying across the... Yeah. I have pictures of it. Yeah, I, yeah. Thought that, I thought that was... I thought they were both very well done. They were very short. Short, but cool. But Right, short, but cool. Right. Big black bird. The big. What is that bird? What, the hornbill? Hornbill. Yeah, with a big black yeah. bill on it. Really, yeah. really kind of neat. Um, so I, they were, You know, hornbills are beautiful birds, and if they look so, like their heads look so heavy. They look like dinosaurs. I've actually held a hornbill skull when I was volunteering at the Bronx Zoo. They are super light. It's like a feather because the the bone, the big thick bone structure of their beak, is all. It's almost like a sponge looking thing. Oh, really? Inside. It's it's not solid at all. That's crazy. Yeah, it's it's interesting. But you, you think about it, how could they fly with like a heavy big bone on their head? So it's um so it's very light. But anyway, go ahead. There was also uh, you saw one with a keeper walking around with a boa. Yeah, they started doing a little bit of that kind of stuff. You've seen was, some reptile things. Yeah, they, somebody had a. Uh, I think somebody else I saw an iguana once. The boa I, I took a few pictures of and sat there for a while. What is what is the current status a year later of these? I things? haven't seen any of them in recently. I'm not sure if they're really doing any of these anymore. They certainly aren't doing those bird shows. I wonder if they'll bring them back while Flights of Wonder is down. Possibly. Um, and we into we and thought they, they, I thought anyway that they might. I was concerned. Let me put it that way. That the Flights of Wonder was going to be a non-bird show, and they were just going to do these kinds of things instead. But of course, we've since learned that. that right. Uh, we'll get to that later. But um, you know, I was concerned that they were testing this out as a replacement for Flights of Wonder, basically. What we saw in 2016 and in the beginning of 2017, the first the first month here for sure, um, was a lot of introduction of new street entertainment. Um, you know, roadside entertainment, so to speak, with a lot of different. You know, um, in the summer of 2016, we added a lot of different um, musical options and things in Harambe and the new, you know, the new um, festival, and right. the, the nighttime thing. Right. And, uh, and then they added this and, and, and it. And they tested out some things like it, they did the camel thing for a little while. Yep. They tested out that and that never really. But it makes me think that all of these things, these tests that are being done are going to be revisited. When a certain area is going to need to be closed. What do you mean? Expedition Everest? We'll, we'll preview that. We'll talk about that in the next. Oh, <laughs> um, <laughs> I so, thought you hadn't even thought about Well, anyway, go ahead. So that's January. <laughs> um, no, I'm not saying that it's going to happen, that something's going to happen. But I'm saying when the net, these things are, have, they've done a lot, Mike. And they've introduced stuff. Some have stayed permanent. Some are rotating and all this kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And I honestly think when they make... And then the announcement when the next big change is coming, the next big attraction or area goes down for refurbishment. And there's a couple of there's a couple of candidates. I mean, the park is 20 years old now. Sure. You know, so there's a couple of candidates. Sure. Um, And we talk about that again, um, that these things will be brought back and this will be the way you entertain guests without having a you know with having a major gate closed right that's all um so i and and they because they've done so much of it and they're not keeping any of it and it makes me feel like they're not trying to keep it they're just trying to see how it will affect crowds when the time comes to implement implement this strategy down the road if my memory serves and i could be wrong about this this is going back quite a bit but 
I believe they tested the Wilderness Explorers thing at one point. You know, a couple badges, mm-hmm. etc. And then you didn't hear about it for over a year, and then all of a sudden it's back, back. full blown. Yep. So I mean, these they, things can spring back. Disney well is down the Disney ride. is has I I swear they have an entire sort of geek squad in their in their office somewhere that is obsessed with crowd movement and 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 things like that, like how they go through the park and all this stuff. And all of these things, I think, are these tests and stuff are all part of what they're doing. I've been to a test or two. I can think of one in particular that we went to for these things where there's a guy there who has a little GoPro at the, or something like that mm-hmm. that he's you know and he's filming the whole thing and he's taking all these like notes and stuff like that. I mean, they're 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 not only testing to see if the show works and the show works with guests, but there's other data that they're bringing into it. Um, and I think I'm sure that's Disney people as opposed to touringplans.com people. Oh, uh, I thought there was a name tag, but I could. Okay. I don't. <laughs> now that you're now that you're questioning it, I don't know for sure. As we know they study that. I don't know for sure what I'm looking at, so it may, it may not have been. I don't remember. Um, okay, so let's get into February. All right. We have the announcement of a new tour. Caring for Giants, which uh, Mike, uh, uh, what, would, what would we call it? Reviewed or uh, yeah, we talked about it a couple episodes. Talked ago. about quite a bit over the uh, a couple tour. episodes. Yeah, and and he he enjoyed it. It was a great little addition. A lot of people have sort of buzzing about it. I think I'm going to do it. Yeah, little addition is the key. It's only thirty dollars, twenty five if you have like a DVC or annual pass. So it's just a little. You know, an hour of your day, not too expensive. Mike, the whole can you family remind can it. me? Can, can can kids do it? Can I bring my guy? Uh, ooh, or is it no, under? Yeah, it's, I think it's eight or under. Eight or under, I believe. Can't go. Okay, which is true for a lot of tours because yeah. they don't want them interrupting. Well, some of them are even older than that, but yes, yeah, you can't, you can't, you know, there's you're going places where you can't, or or going through a thing where you can't change the kid's diaper, you know. <laughs> That, that kind of thing happens. Um, I don't see why, in, the, in just from ga- thinking about the tour, I don't see why. You basically get on a shuttle. I mean, I guess they don't have... I mean, well, kids go on the buses. They get on a shuttle, and you go to an area to see the close-up on the elephants. But it's... You know, you're not... It's There's no chance of you getting into the elephant exhibit. There's no chance of you right. getting onto the road or anything like that. I mean, it's just like a zoological exhibit setup. So I'm not sure why it would be. Okay. But I believe it is eight and under, if my memory serves. I'll look it up later. We'll yeah. see what. Uh, according to Orlando Park News in February, um, testing of a new bird demonstration at Dinoland. This is the one we just talked about before. Um, I think this is referring to the one that we saw. Yes, it is. Absolutely. And there was um, a guy on a little makeshift stage, right? Yep. And he, uh, Guano Joe, shows up for some reason. <laughs> right. And then kind of behind in the brush, just out of view, unless you knew where she was standing. Right by Restaurantosaurus. They had a little uh, cage. Mm-hmm. And out came these birds. We talked a little bit about it. Guano Joe made a couple of bad dad jokes. And off we went. That was the whole show. It was, what, yeah, it was a couple 15 of, minutes? Yeah, there was one bird that, that, you know, you brought a kid up there and... Uh, you know, you're trying to pull something out of a water, if my memory serves. It yep. was the, they had the Sariyama, that long-legged bird that smashes the plastic lizard right. that they sometimes do at Winged Encounters. And, and they, they had, talked a little bit about the connection between dinosaurs and birds. Correct. Yeah, that was sort of the... the, the that was the point of having it in yeah. yeah. And they, but there was another bird, I guess, I think it was a hornbill that flew over to the, the dinosaur statue and stood there yeah, and there it was flew a, over the crowd, kind of. hornbill? I, I don't I thought remember. that was the one in Africa. 
There was definitely the Hornbill in Africa. There was definitely a flyer in uh, in Dino Land too. I just don't remember what the. Um, I thought it was a small Hornbill, but I could uh, whatever. It doesn't matter. No, it doesn't um, matter. But so yeah, that was the basically the show. There's like three or four instead of like the ten or so acts that you get at Winged Encounters. You had three. Bring them back. At uh, or not Winged Encounters, Flights of Wonder. You had three at the. Bring them back. I want. To, I like them. I want them back. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I like them. I think they're great. I I, I, I enjoyed them. I this enjoyed is them. the kind of stuff we want. This is the kind of stuff we talk about, mm-hmm. and I and I want it. Bring it back. Um, let's see. We got a date for Avatar Land. An official one opened in February for Pandora, the world of Avatar, and it was set as Memorial Day weekend. A bold play, bold time to open and offer in a larger crush of people than is normally there mm-hmm. on uh, on Memorial Day weekend. I don't know why they did that, but. Um, they definitely went in the deep end. No no doubt about that. And we will get to that in a little bit. Uh, I'm surprised they didn't do Earth Day because everything else opens on Earth Day, April 22nd. Yep. Which well, is the- a good t- day because it's not all that crowded and you can sort of get your legs under you before the summer rush about a month later. They probably, probably weren't to- ready. Yeah, I guess. Um, for one thing. And I would guess that... Um, you know that 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 was probably their goal, but they weren't. You know, they just weren't ready I would to. Think. Yeah. Um, also, opening a, a land of an alien planet on Earth Day seems a little bizarre. But um, <laughs> also in February, we got the opening of Rivers of Light. Yes, in February. Yeah, officially opened. See why they didn't hold that one out to Earth Day? Yeah, I think we talked about that when it uh, yeah. when it came out. Well, that's because it kind of stumbled in, and we yep. didn't, you know. We... And you had that Jungle Book show for a while last year. Yeah. Um, they just wanted to get it out because it was starting to be silly. I guess <laughs> you know that's what I mean. Probably, it was starting to get a little point. ridiculous <laughs> how long it took them to get this going, and people were starting to wonder uh, what else do we have here. Uh, the Visit Pandora website uh, opened up, so people kind of got an idea of what was. Yeah, they started doing the um, sort of this internet campaign for uh, Pandora, trying to create a buzz for it. Um, and the Visit Pandora was actually it wasn't a terrible site. Um, but there really wasn't much to it. I mean, once you looked at it for like five minutes, you were pretty good with it. Mike got all excited about this piece of news. Um, I did? Yes. Nomad Lounge was nope. going to be taking over the bar at Avatar Land, and you were... were um, I was very happy Very that. happy and wishfully thinking that this meant that we were going to have a Nomad-style bar. Boy, was I wrong. Nomad-quality bar. <laughs> Again, boy, was I wrong. And Yeah, boy, that just did not work out the way we thought it was no, going to work out. The drink it? window is lame. <laughs> and it makes me wonder why the Nomad Lounge is operating this thing, because it doesn't, you know, I mean, anyone no, could operate a drink window. Yeah, it basically has a couple of pre-made frozen drinks yeah. and two unique beers on tap. Which I which I applaud, but yeah, um, I you know I really would have liked a bar, right? A sit down bar to enjoy yourself mm-hmm. and to relax in this crazy place that just never seems to let up at how uh, you know how many people are. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I get it. I mean, the Nomad Lounge is literally right there. So, so that, for, for a lounge, but yeah, um, I don't know. The drink window was a disappointment. So we go into March. And now what we have in March is, again, everything seems to be Avatar-related. And that's kind of what we have here. Uh, we got a lot of news. We're, we're really sort of gearing up. 
we're, we, we're a lot of trepidation is in our voices here in March as we start to talk about some of these things that uh, that we're not so excited about and some things that we are. But before we get into the Avatar stuff, um, Rivers of Light seemed to be a success, uh, you know, and in March they added a second show. Correct. Um, Correct. They were doing it only a, a couple of days a week for a while. And it was difficult. And they had a problem when we go back to the to the previous year with the um, Jungle Book show. They had massive crowds, and they really blew that with how that was being um, done. And, and they, I think they wanted to not repeat that issue here, uh, especially since Rivers of Light was actually a good show. Well, I mean, <laughs> I will say this. The Jungle Book show was widely panned by most people who saw at least, you know, Disney blog people and podcasters and all that kind of stuff right. and review people and all that kind of stuff. Rivers of Light, I would say, gets mixed reviews. There are a large contingent of people who think it's relatively boring. Right. Those are probably the same people. Are those people are ridiculous. <laughs> probably thinking, where's, you know, Olaf? And, yeah, those people Mickey are Mouse. ridiculous. I mean, it, yeah. you know, this is not a Disney show. Right. Um, I love Rivers of Light. I think it's a terrific show. I mean, I like Illuminations a little bit better. I think you disagree with me. I do disagree with you. Um, I would put Rivers of Light just behind that in terms of evening ending shows. Uh-huh. But I do like it a lot. I, 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 I do have to say that I think maybe part of the reason why I feel that way, um, first of all, I think the music in, in the Rivers of Light is much better. Uh, and I think the creativity aspect of Rivers right. of Light is better. Um, just to sort of recap, my, my, I, I love Illuminations. I've done it you know, many, many years. It's time for it to change. It's been there for a long, long oh, right. time. Um, and I, I really was never a fan of the sequence of the globe. True. Which you really can't see. True. And, and as it gets older and older, it gets harder and harder to see. Right. So um, that, you know, there's a, lo- there's a big section of illuminations that just falls that's like a break uh, section true but i think the, and rivers of light doesn't have that well, well okay um the criticism you get from rivers of light and i was being a little facetious before about uh, you know mickey mouse not being there and all off and there is people who think that and oh there people definitely who think is that's going to change someday but um i think probably the i think more people are think it's you know are waiting for fireworks and it's just dull that's what uh the big criticism I see from people. It's um, dull if you have no sense of wonder or <laughs> <culture. taste. laughs> But um Sorry if you think it's dull. That's just how I feel. I mean it's just not that's incorrect. There is a there is a big gap in illuminations. I would I'll I think <clears throat> that the illuminations music and the fireworks that go along with it put it over the top. There is I agree I will give you that there is a dull section with the globe. Huge dull section. I agree. Yeah. But I think the rest of it is just show-stoppingly wonderful. Mm. But anyway, that, I agree. Know, I mean, I, I don't disagree, I don't I don't disagree with that. Right. And I think some of the music in it is really really good. Fantastic. It's, you know, and, and there's a lot of it I really like and and it's just that Rivers of Light's a little better. Um and that's just the way that is. <laughs> so now, like I said before, we're, we're getting into Pandora stuff, and we can sort of look back now at where we go. We're starting to hear now about the Satuli, which we called Santuli. Yeah, for a long, uh, dribble out. Uh, starts to dribble out. Yes. Yeah. Right. <laughs> uh, we, pictures. And we, stuff have, we have options, uh, you know, blue things and all this kind of stuff that we were a little worried about, I think. <laughs> um, Turns out it was great. 
Turns out it was great. Yeah, uh, there does not. We we find that we're not getting a sit down restaurant here. Um, though the one thing you wrote in this was that the food appeared to look like a sit down restaurant. Right, it wasn't it was plates and stuff. Yeah, right. And it wasn't your. It wasn't just hot dogs. In, right. In a blue food colored bun or something like right. that. It right. was. There was a lot more to it. There was choices. It was really sort of neat. It turned out to be fantastic. So that, that we began that to Satuli Canteen that we, you know, and 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 to me. This this Satuli Canteen ends up being sort of the surprise, you know, thing of the whole experience. I mean, I wasn't expecting it to be as good as it is. Uh, I don't know why, because I, I guess I just thought, how can you... Rice and chicken? It's Avatar. I mean, how could you make... Oh, food? Right. Like, you're trying... It felt like they were trying to shoehorn something, some sort of cuisine into something that has none. And it just, you know what I mean? Like they were, they were trying to make it interesting, and I just felt, well, you know, this will be fine. But I, I, you know, how good could it be? But it was fantastic. Yeah, it's very good. It's very good. <laughs> it's really good. Probably the best counter service. Uh, I put it in my top three. I would too. I, what would I put above it? Uh, in term for me, in all of Disney World, my top three are that Harambe Market and Tangerine Cafe. Then I'd put this number one because I think I think this is better. Okay, though it doesn't have Dole whips. Um, uh, let's well, neither see. Do the three that I put in there. No, well that's <laughs> height and tangerine is not good. Height requirements. Oh, you're wrong. Um, but anyway, let's. Uh, we're not going to go there. <laughs> here we found out the height requirements for the new um, rides. Well, I should actually say new ride because we're really only dealing with the height requirement for. The flight of passage, flight, flight of flight passage. of passage, um, not flight of banshee, not, not flight banshee of the banshee. Of the passage. Wait, we had a lot of names. I had a lot of names for this this year. Um, <laughs> a lot of names. Uh, we, we put it at the same uh, height requirement as Everest and Space Mountain. Mm-hmm. Um, the high is it the highest? No, no, no. Primeval forty-eight, World's forty-eight, right, right. So that's close to the highest. Uh, I find it funny that Mike writes in here, the attraction is supposed to be similar to Soren, which mm-hmm. only has a height requirement of 40 inches. Right. Same as Big Thunder Mountain and Splash Mountain. It's unclear if this is a function of the thrills or the restraints. I think it's the latter. Yes. Not the former. Absolutely. Um, as it turns out. Right. Because you're on a stationary bike. I mean, obviously, we didn't know at that point in time. All we had heard at that point in time was it's Soren. Uh, but it's a better Soren. That's all we were basically being told. Right. But Soren on a stationary bike. Right. Um, except the stationary bike moves a little bit. Height required. Well, that was we just did. Uh, what else we had here? Um, we oh, so we go through some of the other things that that um, are leading us up to Avatar again, including the announcement of extra magic hours. Um, we were going to be they're going to expanding it. Um, Park is going to be open to, from 8 a.m. to 11 every day from May 27th to July 4th, yeah. uh, which was unprecedented for the quote-unquote half-day park. Mm-hmm. We all remember what we used to call that. Now we can't call that anymore because you spend half your day just online for the two Pandora rides. <laughs> uh, so, <laughs> um, and then it was saying that Pandora would be open for an extra two hours after that. Is that still the case? Uh, no. I don't know if that ever occurred or just... No, it did occur. It stopped the first after couple of months. summer. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, it did, it definitely. They had extra magic hours every night for right. uh, oh, until... September? No, I think it was like the middle of August. It oh. stopped before I took the kids down there at late August. Oh, okay, okay. I okay. think there's a later story about that, but... Um, right. 
There probably yeah, is. Yeah, so that was that stopped at that point. And the the absolutely fantastic Tree of Life Awakening show uh, was going on throughout all of that. Right. Um, well, that had started last, you know, 2016. Yes, yes, but they were announcing they were going to keep it running throughout, you know, late into the evening. Right, um, right, it's the best. But anyway, go ahead. And then Fast Pass Tears. Yes, we, I, as is our lot in life, I think we had done a listener question show immediately before this was announced mm-hmm. where somebody asked if there were going to be tears and we both said i don't think oh, so oh no why would they do I that don't think so why would they do that and then like two seconds later 24 hours later <laughs> fyi uh in this case the tier is just but the two pandora rides are on their own tier and everything else is is not right right so i'm not sure if that's gonna stay for it's certainly for the foreseeable future yeah, as these rides are still incredibly packed, but I mean, at some point it might change. My thought pattern, my thinking of looking through this out and, and seeing this guy, if they keep the tiers, which I think they probably will, we've always said that um, a certain ride might go down um, in the future to fix a certain thing. We're going to talk more about that in the next episode. But I, I wonder if... What the future will hold is if a, another e-ticket, non-Pandora e-ticket goes down, if we drop the flood, the river journey mm. off the tier and add the safaris to it. You could do something like that. You know, and that would be awful. I mean, if you're telling people they can only go either one Pandora, the flight of passage, or... Or the Kali River, or, um, but they're not telling Kilimanjaro that. safaris. If they do that, if they make that the tier, yeah, no, I understand that. But you're still- then you're you're going to talk about huge standby lines at Kilimanjaro because everybody's going to pick the flight of passage and stand online for Kilimanjaro. All right. Well, yeah. that would mean is really you get your flight of passage fast pass and rope drop Kilimanjaro safaris. Yeah. Oof. On to April. <laughs> On to April. Yes, April. We're getting closer and closer. Let's let's stay with the Pandora theme before yeah. we get out of Pandora here, because May is the ultimate Pandora uh, <clears throat> right time. Um, we can pre- we found out about the pre-order, pre-ordering our food. Our Mike calls it the blue food at the Satuli Canteen. Yes, um, on the My Disney Experience. They started doing app. that, right? Yep. Um, Satuli, I believe, was the inaugural uh, restaurant for that. There was the first go round of this um idea right and has now since expanded all over the place but yeah right um and uh it was i think it's very good i, love I mean it. it's done a great job I, I really like this um and it works well for the my original thought when when seeing the the way the menu was going to be laid out where everything sort of pick and choose you want your base you want your this your protein your guy i thought that might be hard on the on the app yes yeah, like like because the app is unreliable at best and i thought that might become an issue but it hasn't really no it's you know it's perfectly I, never fine. been a problem for me it kind of walks you through the ordering system pretty quickly and pretty easily so and, and i know uh dave you are famous you and your family for being the first ever to do it at pizza Fari? Uh, we'll get to that. That's in that's in June. Oh, I have that's in th- June. Okay. Yeah, right. that's in June. Um, we <laughs> haven't expanded. We're only in April, Mike. We haven't expanded that's yet right, to Pizza right, Far. Right, 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 right. We're only hearing rumors that it might at this point. I think, by the way, I've only ever done it at Satuli. I don't think I've done it anywhere else. Oh, not me. I've done it everywhere it's offered. I'm trying much. to think. I don't think so. But anyway, go ahead. Um, okay. 
So we had a new Pandora video come out then. Showed us a lot about the uh, plants and right. things. They started doing trickling stuff on the Parks blog. Yeah, yeah. So we're getting a little bit more all the time. Kind of that little lead up thing that they did. This video wasn't really all that exciting. I went back and looked at it before we started the show. It wasn't much to it. But there was just some landscaping, I guess yeah. you'd call it, right? Yeah, you're starting to get yeah. the vibe for the place. But then what really excited Mike was about was the possibility of Navi translators. So, um, I'm not sure if I would go see it. Really Mike, excited me, Mike okay. wanted to be able to go into the park and <laughs> speak Navi to his... Do they even do this anymore? Um, and the uh, so that apparently, apparently the Navi don't write anything down. Um, they don't have a written language, so um, they had translators and card packs to purchase. Which Mike has, I think he has all of them, right? You were completest, oh sure completest yes. on this I'm and purchased them yes. all. Um, and you, you can get them at the Wind Traders, <laughs> uh, the merchandise area that uh, that was about right to next open. To my Ricky Henderson rookie card. That's right. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Ricky Henderson. So. Uh, yeah, I, the reason why I didn't see Mike sends me all of the news that he wrote for the entire year. That's and actually then, incorrect, but go ahead. And then I go through and well, yeah, that's right. You you pull some stuff out first and then send me like a lot with, yeah. the, with the purpose of me paring it down a little bit more. Right. And I only left this one on here because I wanted to ask you. Do they still do this? I don't but you don't so. know the answer. I, don't, I think the answer is I don't think so. I never saw anybody doing any of this. No, I don't remember it either. Okay, so let's get on to April stuff in non-Pandora. All right. Um, you, you made it, and I, and I wanted to mention, well, let's go through some of the quickly ones. We, we In April, we changed Rivers of Light from four times a, a week to every day. Right. And in, that's in previous, Just before uh, Pandora opened, I guess a month before. Right. Right. And that's still the case? Oh, yeah. Um, so... Uh, Still a hit, despite of what the haters hating about. Uh, it's a strong word. It's still a hit. Um, the ant, your your favorite anteater came back on yeah. stage. We were wondering where he went. Um, she, but that's... she hoping that she didn't uh, <laughs> pass away, pass on yes. to the great anteater in the sky. Um, but she didn't. She's still there. <laughs> the great termite mound in the sky. Except, except we can only assume it's the same anteater. We don't actually know. We that. actually don't know that. I believe it is. However, <laughs> I do believe it is. They could tell us anything, and we'd believe it. We could maybe do some side by side photo comparisons, Mike, because I do have lots of photos of the old one. You do that. <laughs> And uh, this was an interesting article, or little piece you wrote about the um, purple martins, migratory bird. That yeah, was that was interesting. That was showing up in the uh, parking lot, right? Tessa, yeah, talk about this a little bit. Just, just mention. Well, the story. they just it, they are migrating birds. Um, and Disney had put up, I guess, nesting areas for them to uh, nest in various places in Disney World property, including the parking lot at Disney's Animal Kingdom. Um, you know, they migrate from Brazil up north to here. Um, at certain times of the year and you know they were just uh, one of the little things that Disney's Animal Kingdom does to sort of help species out yeah there's no reason to do it there's no there's no there's no benefit to them to do no, it no 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 it's not like they uh, you know have a signpost that uh, right. you know the Purple Martin exhibit charge you five dollars to go see them <laughs> don't give um, them any ideas right okay I won't <laughs> thirty dollar tour the Purple Martin tour so let's get into <laughs> May as the uh, drum roll is getting louder and louder um inching so close inching yes that's right ever so close uh and this may is pretty much dominated by avatar yeah uh, we have extension of hours um rivers of light gets extended to three times a night Right. Uh, in the uh, you know uh, on the weekend Memorial Day weekend, we're adding Rivers of Light to the whole thing because we realize, starting to realize pretty quickly that uh, you know you can't spend your whole time in line. 
so there's other things to do. Uh, we had an Avatar Land Media preview. This is the first time we really got a look at the uh, Shaman AA uh, audio animatronic that was in um, in the river the river journey um, on the boat ride, and we really you know that is an incredibly impressive piece. Um, and we got a real good look at that from the media preview and also other, you know, basically what we were doing in May is gearing up between the media preview and then this extension of all these hours. We got to, you know, this is when we knew right away that Disney was preparing for people, mm-hmm. you know, and a lot of them. So we had an extra magic hours announced, um, be open every night to 1 a.m. between May 27th and July 4th for guests. I mean, right. It's hard to think of. When we used to complain that the park was open from nine to five, you know, at uh, <laughs> at times, and you know, the half day park thing, which we made a whole T-shirt campaign about, um, you know, is now turned into a park that's open to one a.m. In, in the peak times. I, I mean, I, I'm just thinking, what are they going to do with Star Wars Land? I mean, is that going to be a 24 hour land for the first month that's open? <laughs> Go there at any point in time. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what they're going to do. I mean. I, I, my my only hope is that they understand that the space that it occupies needs to be huge. Well, we already know it's huge. It's fourteen acres. So, and, and I, no, I I get that, but the space that people can walk around it. Oh, you mean one the paths. thing? Okay. The one thing they did well at Pandora. Well, one of the things they did well at Pandora because we've talked about it a lot. Mike is a lot more positive about it than I am. Um, some of it is, uh, you know, uh, not that I'm not positive. Well, I shouldn't say that. You're more positive about the the rides yes. than I am. Yes, very But I think so. we're both very positive about the aesthetic. Sure, absolutely. Some of the things were a little peculiar, but um, one of the things they had to do and obviously made themselves do was expand the promenades mm-hmm. and make them bigger and make a lot of area for people just to mill about because that's what happens in these things. Right. And that's what Star Wars is going to be all about. Just getting into the land and being able to walk around. Right. Maybe you can't get on the ride because it's too 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 long a line or something. I get all that, but you still want to be able to look at it. And at the beginning of Pandora, that was an issue. They were blocking people off from even getting into the land. Yes, you know, and they had a big space there. Mm-hmm. They had to. They had to, you know, to keep that space somewhat compact because, you know, even bigger than than they than they have the rest of the park, but they can't go too large because it needed to look like the environment. Mm-hmm. They don't have that issue at Star Wars. No, not really. You know, so they can make this be a giant hangar where people could just Absolutely walk around could. it. You Absolutely, know? they could. Um, Disney did a great job. I thought Rhodey did a great job of sort of, you know, straddling that those two issues and still keeping enough space for people to walk around while still having that feeling of being immersed in there. Um, I guess that's it for May. Mm-hmm. Uh, did we have the dedication? Yes. Um, so obviously on May 24th, we had the official dedication where uh, Bob Iger and James Cameron came and Joe Rody was there and the whole yada, yada, yada. Um, wasn't very exciting. Um, no. They said a couple of silly things. <laughs> James Cameron, if my memory serves, started talking Navi. Yeah, which they want to do. They're, you know, Bob Iger made this little comment of how do they do that? And, you know, we, you know we floating, all, the floating mountains. We all realized when we went there that you can see exactly how they did that. They don't float. They don't they, even look like, well, they don't uh, even look like they float. They don't. They do not. That's probably the 12th time I've said that on this show, but go ahead. And I think that for <laughs> us, the aesthetic, that was the one 
issue that we had. Uh, the, I right? only have three issues. The, the floating mountains don't look like they float. The right. drum circle show I did not care for at it all. It was ridiculous. And the, the, the drink window. Right. Those are my only issues with the... Everything else is fantastic. And I think those were my only issues, too. The only difference was that um, I don't consider the Flight of Passage to be the greatest ride in the history of Disney Imagineering when I, I, I suppose I, I guess I was obliged to have thought that. <laughs> I don't know what you mean by obliged, but I also... I, well, I as like soon the as I, River Journey. As soon as I mentioned that it wasn't the greatest thing in the world and I don't know why people are waiting five hours online, people went nuts. What are you talking about? It's the greatest thing we've ever seen. It's the most incredible ride. Oh, some people. Think I had it's the best. I had people coming on the show to tell me how incredible a ride it was. Oh, Scott. Yeah, remember? I mean, it was like this no, is amazing. I, I wasn't on that show. This is incredible. <laughs> this I can't believe how amazing this is. Sure and it was like I was like a Debbie Downer because well, I Debbie because Downer. I didn't think it was incredible. Nowhere near like you are because I didn't think it was incredible. <laughs> I liked it. I said it a thousand times. I, I liked even, it. What is your thoughts on the Navi River journey? I liked it. Just liked it. Um, the, my, the boat ride. My, my basic thought on the Navi River journey, um, just to kind of go back a bit, is that I really felt that if you weren't a fan of the movie, okay, it wasn't. I mean, it's it's beautiful. It's just confusing. You know, you, you don't. To me, if okay. you, if you don't know the movie, like I think I said at the time, my wife's never seen the film. Yeah, I think I did say this, and she went on the rivers. She went on the river with me, and she came off like, "What was that?" Mm-hmm. Like what did I just look at? Who's the blue thing? What what is that? Like it doesn't translate without seeing the film. That's true for almost every film based dark ride. I right? guess there are very few film based dark rides that don't have that. Now, film based thrill rides, you, you, know, you, you could blow just, right past it's just that. Just an aesthetic, right? Already. And the game based. The movie-based game, game kind of rides, oh, like oh, Buzz sure. and right, Toy right, Story. Right, right, right. You just play the game. It doesn't matter who the characters are. You right. enjoy it anyway. But the dark rides, like if you if you had never seen Peter Pan before, what are you looking at? Like, you know what I mean? I guess it's just who are these things? Like, but the thing is, everybody there has seen Peter Pan, right? As opposed to Avatar. As right. opposed to Avatar. Um, so that was my only. But it was beautiful. It's just a little peculiar. It's just and, and my my criticism of it. Is the besides that the criticism of the actual of both rights really is that I'm not a fan of this new projection film based thing that we're doing with all these rides or, now. Or that's true. I it's mean, time to step back, make an, an well, audio animatronic based ride or you know an actual experience. It's kind of my same feeling with Star Wars with green screen compared to you know practical effects. Well, Star Wars Land is going to be two right? movie based rides. Right, so I, I'm 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 disappointed in some of that. I'd like to see, you know, we. I mean, some of it has been good, some of it is not. I'm just, I think we're going too whole hog there into the movie-based stuff to the Universal idea. Yes, Universal Studios, and anyway. that's what and that's what Navi, what the River Journey was like. It didn't need to be like put a few animatronics of these animals. You know, make, uh, I thought it was done well in there. It was lower key on it, but okay. Yeah, it's done well, and and they yeah they back it up, but still. You see these animals walking in the distance, and they're projections of the animal. Sure. Not an, an animatronic of the animal. And I would prefer the animatronic. I think that makes a really much more realistic feel. Because you know you're looking at a screen, Mike. Yeah, it's more 3D. Yeah. I mean, they hide it, but you know you're looking at the screen. Mm-hmm. So that's my only issue with it, and that's what I had. And, and, and we both said from the beginning, we're not fans of the show, of the movie. So it's that kind of... 
you know, it doesn't pull at the heartstrings like it does when you see a, 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 a an attraction based on a film you really like. For sure. Right? That's sure. it. I mean, Toy Story Mania is not the greatest attraction I've ever been on in my nah, life. I'm not a big fan. You know, but it's, you, you just, Buzz and Woody pop up and you're like, sure, oh, Buzz and Woody cool. Are fantastic. It's Buzz, Buzz and Woody. You know, so, so it has that. And Avatar doesn't have that advantage of being able to do that. Anyway. I prefer the Space Ranger spin to Toy Story Mania. I agree. I agree. But anyway, go ahead. So we go into June, and now we're we're only about 10 minutes away from the end of the show. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we expanded our mobile ordering to Pizza Fari. There and you that's, go. And Dave was the first ever. First ever. You got free garlic knots or something, didn't you? I got free garlic knots and a dessert. And a dessert. Wow. Yes. And the management came over and asked me how everything was. Did you take a picture with the management? I did, and I put it on some, you put it on some sort of Twitter thing. I did? Yes. I don't even remember that. Okay. And then he got his name on the Twitter thing. Um, I don't know what that was, but... um, Oh, the cast compliment thing? Yeah. Yeah. That was, it was great. I had no idea. I just knew it was coming. I knew it would, I knew, uh, all I knew was from the last show that we did previous to this, that this was something I could do. Right, right, right. So when my wife said, let's go to Pizza Fari, I... I looked online. Hey, mm-hmm. there it is. Order. Boom, boom, boom. Went. Since And she likes to eat like she wants to eat before noon or at least be in restaurants before noon because she hates the crowds waiting online and stuff. That's fine. And you're also you, yeah active a lot. So, you you know, you need the calories. to. We're up early in the morning. Yeah, sure. The baby likes to eat. Uh, you I know, usually the, never really eat a big uh, breakfast. Maybe just we never eat. Right. We, quick, we, we give him s- stuff. He yeah, eats sure. her. Her and I rarely ever do, right? <laughs> you know, and then he's hungry by eleven thirty. Sure, that makes sense. And you know, so 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 we're so that's a good time for that. Um, and it's been, I think, a, a huge success throughout this entire, you know, the, this entire system. Oh, I think it's great. We we both were scared to death about this because of how uh, unreliable the uh, the app is. We say this. Five times a show. The app has gotten better. The app yes. has gotten better, and at the time, um, we thought this could be an issue, but it hasn't really been. Nope. It's, it's, it's been smooth ever since I've done it. So, mm-hmm. you know, more the better, I guess. Um, what else we have non-Avatar related? Okay, we had this mission for conservation. Is that still happening? I don't think so. I hope so, but I, I don't. I don't uh... talk about that a little bit. Uh, this was the thing where you can you donate a little bit, bit of money to uh, one of the ten different animals. You get to pick one when you were over in Pandora, correct? Yes. Right. So they you uh, they selected ten different animals slash issues because I think coral reef comfort conservation was mm-hmm. one of them, mm-hmm. and you could select it, and you know a little a little money would go to that particular um, conservation issue. Um, and it was a way to sort of bring conservation to the Pandora section of the park, I think, really. I'll look when I'm down there. I'll be down there in a couple weeks. I'll look and see see if it's still there Um, and if they're doing anything to sort of get people involved. Um, That's really the issue. And get a translator, too, while you're at it. I will. You you, you (laughs) want me to see if there's any new cards to add to your collection? Um, Ricky Henderson's getting lonely. Right. (laughs) The big news in in June, really, the big news, and you had written about this a couple of times, um, was that well, first, this, uh, a small bit of Pandora news was that they had o- finally opened the path between Harambe, oh, right. the back of the Festival of the Lion King, to um, and, op- and it, it comes into Pandora via behind the canteens. Right. It, it kind right of like there, right. Correct. By the wind traders, mm-hmm. right, in that area. Um, it's a great path. They use that path for the line. Now they do, yeah. Yeah. Um, at first, when they first opened it, because I was there at this time, 
Um, they weren't using it for that, and it was sort of empty, and you were able to kind of enter the back way if you just wanted to go to the canteen or if you just wanted to go to um, the wind traders and not do the ride. You can go kind of the back way there and just sort of do those and turn around and head out. Uh, and, then, and then they added the line there, so now it's a big crowded place. But uh, that opened because <laughs> and they moved the line over there because what we were finding out really quickly was that the lines for both of the rides now the mm -hmm. the the river kind of subsided a bit well you're still getting um, but, a couple hour waits now yep 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 um but the lines were enormous mm -hmm. and that the queue for the flight of passage was inadequate to even say though the it least. was enormous. Even though it was enormous. It you was could be inadequate. in there for a couple hours before yep. getting on the ride. The Rivers of Light queue, um, only at the beginning was it overwhelmed. It's now... Yeah, you're fine now. Now now the queue is inside the area that's supposed to be the queue. Uh, it's still very, very long, but it's um, you know long waits, but it's not sprawling out into the promenade. You Do you mean Rivers of Light? Is that what you meant? I'm sorry, not Rivers of Light. River Journey. Oh, okay. Sure. But the flight of passage is queued out like crazy still. Yeah, especially first thing in the morning. They, it's yeah. terrible. And, and and it's we were they were talking about lines of six hours. Yeah. Three hundred and sixty minutes. You know, um kids. <laughs> I don't understand. I don't know who does either. Maybe people who can't. It was all who didn't know of, or mean, aren't paying attention. They I, didn't have bathrooms in there. And, oh and there was gosh, terrible I stories. I hope they fix that for the Star Wars land. Yeah, there was. It was really, really not anticipated to craziness be this long. I think they were. You know, like Mike said, they built a huge queue, huge. Yeah, huge. And it could. Pro and they probably were expecting. Three hours? Yeah, I mean, you could go up there and see a uh, wait time for like 200 minutes, and there's nothing coming out of the building. Exactly. So that's what they were expecting. And that's a humongous line. Yeah, that's big. In Disney, you know, world uh, history, 200 minutes is gigantic. You barely ever see that. You certainly only see that at the opening of new things. And oh, or New Year's Day. Or new, maybe yeah. New Year's Day. Uh, a couple yeah, of uh, yeah, Christmas Day. Uh, you know, maybe Soren gets crazy lines New Year's Eve and stuff like that. Right. Okay. So, the, but, but this was every day by yeah, every noon. Day. Right. <laughs> you know, right. By, by three hours into the park opening, it was it was like this. It was simply crazy, and, and nobody knew what to do with it. Obviously, and like Mike said, there was no bathrooms. There's nothing going on. They it still was have, craziness. They still haven't fixed it. Um, and we were, we, you know, every all of us people, we were all scrambling. What do you do? I mean, the the fact was, I mean, the fact was, if you weren't at the park an hour before it opened, yes, you weren't getting on this without waiting an hour and a half, right? Minimum. So if you got to the park for fifteen minutes, if you got there at seven forty-five in the morning, Mike and I fought about this on one of the episodes. If you got there at 7.45 in the morning for an 8 a.m. opening, you were waiting two hours to get in that line. Two hours. All right, so Dave. Right? So then right. Mike and I were fighting, Should, is it worth doing this? He got up and did it. Mm -hmm. I refused, and then I went on the ride, and I'm glad I refused because I didn't feel it was worth that. Um, getting up at 5.30 in the morning to get over there or whatever we were talking about, remember? I mean, right. it was nuts. It was it was a time where, where it was nuts and still nuts. It is New Year's Eve as we are recording this. Right. Almost noon. The flight of passage is a 210 weight. 
and the Navi River Journey is 135. Kilimanjaro, for point of reference, Kilimanjaro Safaris is 45 minutes, and Everest is 60. You're there on New Year's Eve, folks. Go have fun. And they're also talking about how uh, Magic Kingdom is starting to close at uh, Go have some fun. guests. Go it's for capacity. not fun waiting online, and the ride is No, 210 minutes it. is three and a half hours. Mike, if you came <laughs> to Disney World on New Year's Eve, would you spend three hours of your life to no. work? Two, if I go on stop, New Year's... Stop, stop. Good. Two hours of your life to go on the Navi River journey? No. If you did and had never been on it and went on it, wouldn't you be disappointed? Two hours. I just spent two hours to see that. Yeah, it's not worth a two hour. I've always said it's not worth a two hour wait. But I don't think anything's worth a two hour wait. Um, it's just Avatar, folks. Okay, can we move on? Yes. Okay, so now we're going to sort of fire through the rest of the year here. July, we had the announcement of the Tiger Babies. We talked about that on our last episode. We're going to hear you hear you hear a lot more of that on the one that just uh, just got released. Right, but that was big news at the time because very the, big news. Yep endangered tiger species and all that kind of stuff and babies and they were hoping for this because they brought in you know a, a male and a female sumatran tiger etc cetera, etc cetera. so it was it was good news and uh we 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 hadn't seen them yet we just had an announcement that such a thing had occurred um, correct and these you know these kind of things can be can be um risky so they weren't uh saying too much no names given nothing like that uh, they always wait on that kind of stuff um, to make sure that everything's mm-hmm. healthy and, and okay. Um, August was the end of, you mentioned this, the end of the park, this is sort of special park hours. Right. We were staying open crazy late. Um, we kind of put it back to 9.30, it looked like, uh, which is still very, very late. Still later than Epcot. Um, uh, yeah. yeah. And, you know, so so we were still, we're st- and I think there's still, what's the what, what would your average, next week, what is your park hours? You mean after the holiday season? Yes. Uh, They were closing. If it's not busy and it gets dark early because you still want to have the Rivers of Light, I saw like 8 p.m. Okay. At, uh, you know, like early November was like 8 p.m. I would imagine late January, early February will be that. And then when it gets to President's Day, they'll, you know, boost it up a little bit as the park gets more crowded, et cetera, et cetera. So I would anticipate between 8 and 9. Uh, let's see. September. That's all that was in August, which is not unusual. I mean, it was, it's cr- like we said before, it's crazy that we had all this news about Pandora in the summer because usually things don't open in the summer. Um, you know, there's not a lot of news in the summer. They just sort of lay off and get to work. I you know, I don't remember when this was. I might have been in early September, but the D23 was in around this time. It was either late August or early September. I can't remember. We had all the announcements about, uh, you know, what was coming to Epcot and Magic Kingdom. And of course, not a drop of news about the Animal Kingdom, which is why we're not talking about it here. Right. But there was big news in August and September. Yeah. Big world news. Yes. <laughs> a lot of, a lot of, um, a lot of big stuff. Yeah. A lot, of, Ep- crazy, a lot of Epcot yeah, stuff, a lot. a lot of Star Wars stuff. Yep. Yeah, so and even a lot of Magic Kingdom stuff like the Tron Cycle Coaster. That's right. That's new, right. They announced all the that. And all that's that. right. That's right. Um, so we move into September. Uh, the Ultimate Knights of Adventure. This, this one's still going. This is still going. Is 265. Explain what it is. Uh, basically, it's a front of the pass line for all the attractions at uh, Disney's Animal Kingdom. And you have to pay a steep price. Because not only do you have to pay the $260 or whatever you just said, but you also need to have park admission. That does not include uh, park admission. So uh, if you want to avoid having to go wait on the lines for Flight of Passage, for Navi River Journey, for Everest's Safari, I believe everything is pretty much included. 
uh, you can, you know, family of four can pay a thousand dollars and do that for a day. Doesn't seem to be uh, doesn't seem to be worth it, huh? No, I would think not. <laughs> um, I don't even I don't do they I don't even remember if they threw in like a meal. I think they did. If my I think they threw in like a lunch. I could be wrong. Other than some food and drink at Satuli Canteen. Yeah. <laughs> Satuli Canteen. It's not even like a sit-down. Still even, doing it? It's not even Tiffin's. Oh, have, yeah. Have you heard anybody who's done it? No. No. I don't, I don't know anybody that has that kind of bling. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you do. <laughs> um, okay. So quickly, uh, we added some Starlight Tours. Um, those are the Animal Kingdom Lodge truck yes. tours. That sort of, I'm sure if you've ever played stayed at the Animal Kingdom Lodge, you've seen it. Um, you look they at had it another uh, uh, session of it yeah. per night. They're kind of cool. Yep. Um, let's see. Satuli breakfast changed. Yeah, they got rid of the breakfast. One of the best breakfasts. Why do you think they did that? I just I don't think they were getting a lot. Of, I think what happens is a lot of people were going into Pandora and getting online, and they're not getting out until mm. noon. <laughs> mm. So. There wasn't anybody going in for breakfast, I think. And people who wanted breakfast were not going to try to get through those lines. I mean, in some cases, you weren't even... At the very beginning, you couldn't even get in the land. Um, but, you know, to, to get... If you're going into Pandora first thing in the morning, you are going there to get online to ride the rides. And if you aren't riding the rides, you're getting the heck out of Dodge until it calms down a little bit. So I just don't think there was any business. I mean, hopefully when it calms down a little bit, there will be, you know, more more breakfast offerings. I'm assuming they have it now because it, they did go to seasonal, and, you know, this is the season for that. But, um, you know, but like I said, I heard wonderful things about this ad to Satuli uh, breakfast. Unfortunately, it's gone. Um, and then, in September, Mike writes a snarky little comment about how uh, rumors were circulating that Pandora may not be the giant hit we all thought it would be. Well, right, some... that was from touring plans, I believe. Okay, um, you know, I think it was Len Testa who started this. There was, um, I guess, studies done that obviously there was a lot of people in Pandora, but it was instead of bringing in new guests they didn't have a, like a real bump in resort reservations um you know hotel stays and all that kind of stuff instead it was just cannibalizing people from hollywood studios the rest of the you know the other parts of animal kingdom park you know that kind of stuff so um which i'm shocked that they were surprised by that because frankly when they opened up the disney's animal kingdom in 1998 they had the same problem they weren't wasn't really bringing in new people for vacation it was just sort of redistributing the people who were coming anyway. And I think they figured that out, that it was, you know, yes, there was a lot of people in Pandora was crowded, but that didn't mean there were more people there in the Walt Disney World Resort. It just meant it just meant they were concentrated in different right. places. They were moving to different areas at different times. And I times suspect you're going to get the same thing. I, I, sorry. I suspect you will get the same thing when Toy Story Land opens. You'll get a bump, and that'll be crowded, and people are going to go see that, and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, you think? I, not like Avatar, because it's more kiddie-based, but I definitely think it's going to be crowded the first right. couple of months it's open. Star Wars Land, as we've talked about, is a different animal. I think people will book vacations oh, God. to go there just for that. I'm going to. They will hear that and say, okay, kids, we're not going to the beach this year. We're going to Star Wars Land. I, I totally think that. But Avatar doesn't have that kind of mojo. I am... I am I'm going to try my best when Star Wars opens, when Galaxy's Edge opens, to find a way 
to convince my wife that I need to <laughs> go luck. by myself uh-huh. for a couple of days to Disney. Fly down. Uh huh. I don't. I don't. Not, I could stay at somebody's house. I don't need to. You know. I don't need to book a hotel. Uh huh. And um, get a car, couch, and get there at six thirty in the morning. You know, and be there. Maybe not on opening day, but certainly opening weekend. That's. Uh, uh, this, we do not have a Disney Hollywood Studios podcast. This is something that I've never done before for any <laughs> Disney attraction. But this this may this may be it for me. I may do it for this one. Um, okay, so let's move into October. Basically, uh, all we have in October is babies. Babies, lots and lots of babies. <laughs> we had something called a pitta. It's a bird, a hooded pitta. Uh, we had something called the Sitatunga. It's an antelope that was born. I believe that was at the lodge. It's a uh, yeah. beautiful chestnut colored antelope. Uh, we had um, baby giraffes. There's nothing better than a baby giraffe. Six feet tall, 160 pounds. Wobbly legs. Crazy. Cute um, as a button. And then we still didn't have names yet for the tiger babies. Nope. But we had we, some pictures, right? But we were starting to, yes, they they um, were confident enough in their health and longevity that they put out photographs. Right. Um, but they don't want names because you don't want, you know, T-shirts like, remember the Harambe T-shirts or something like that. You don't want T-shirts with the, you know, <laughs> yeah. you, don't, you don't want, you don't want it. You don't want it. Basically, they don't want to personalize these things. Until they're pretty confident because, that they're healthy. Yeah, because there's a reason why they're in the species survival plan. One of them is they're difficult to breed, right? I mean, it's. it's, eh, it's tigers, not so much as they used to Not be. Sumatran tigers? No, too difficult to breed. Um, not really. Not in captivity. Not not like some of the. Well, other some things. animals are. Yes, yeah. absolutely, some are. Look I mean, at the giant pandas. I mean, famous that's for that. Yeah. Famous for not surviving. Right. Often, a, a right. lot of times, but um. So we move into November. Yeah. And we got our names: Jetta and Anala. Right, and they had. Did they mean something? I don't in Sanskrit, I guess, but I don't remember what it was. Jetta sounds a lot like Jedi. It does. Um, Jetta means pause. Anala is oh, fiery, be- right? Pause because it looks like a pause sign on her forehead. Yeah, she's two got like lines, two yeah. straight lines. Looks like a pause button. Um, and then we got the beginning of a rumors of a certain attraction closing. I hope not. Flights of Wonder, <laughs> um, that it might close. We, this was November. I yeah. mean, boom, boom, boom. A couple of weeks later, it's all confirmed, and off we go. Um, we, we've started to hear that Flights of Wonder might close, and it might close on December 31st. And, and that, guess uh, what? Yeah, that's exactly what happened. That's right. Today's the last day? Yep. Go see it, folks. Go see it before it's gone. This comes out after it's gone. <laughs> uh, that's true. Sorry. Sorry. You missed it, folks. You missed it. Um, and then December, we had the Conservation Heroes. Yes. I threw that in there. I don't think we ever talked about that on the show. Go ahead. Talk about it now. Uh, this does Disney announces and gives awards, basically, to uh, people who um, you know they feel go above and beyond in terms of conservation efforts. Uh, whether that is a park ranger, whether that is a scientist, a volunteer, uh, at volunteer. An organization. In some right. cases, it was teachers in it's, certain areas. Exactly. Um, you know, there, I did a blog post that linked you to uh, biographies for all of them. You know, uh, you know JohnBoyEveryone.com. Yeah, go ahead and, and check them all out, and you know, give it a minute to right. read. Um, but yeah, Disney does this every year. Um, it was was it November or December? I don't even remember. December, right? It sounds right. All right. And, um, you know, sort of the end of the year kind of thing. And, you know, they, they like I said, they do it every year and they do- donate um, a certain amount of money to whatever project or whatever thing that those pe- people are, are doing uh, and donate it in their name. And finally, people climbing the tree of life. This is our final, final. This is it. 
<laughs> and That's I'm, not our final. I'm putting it last because, folks, um, don't do it. Don't do this at home. All right. Don't try this at home. That's it's not really not our a final. good idea. Why isn't it our final? Well, isn't the final the Tiger Cubs are now out? Oh, well, well yes. Yeah, the Tiger Cubs are out. Um, I forgot we didn't mention that in the last month. I, um, the Tiger Cubs are out, and you can go see them. Yes. They're on, on stage. Mike says mornings. Yeah, but don't go to see people climbing the Tree of Life. And don't climb the Tree of Life yourself. <laughs> I still don't know how drunk those people were, but that's, yeah, whatever. Did they climb up? Did they get anywhere? Oh, they went up and, yeah, they were pretty far up. I mean, they didn't well, they, get to the top or anything. But how drunk were, could they be? That can't be easily easily done when Well, I think they were, you know, more, where it's more sloped. I don't think they really got to the uh, straight up and down part, if you know what I mean. So, Mike, I think it's safe to say that this is probably the watershed year at Disney's Animal Kingdom since its opening. I mean, this is the sure. This is the this is the massive change. This is the this is the. Um, well, I mean, it's what we've been looking for. When did we start this show? Yeah, we started four right. years ago. Yeah, and our second episode was debating whether or not Avatar was a good idea, right? And or third episode, whatever it was. Uh, but was very early on. I mean, even before the show started, they had announced that they had purchased the theme park rights. Right. Shortly after we started the blog. And um, here we are. For, for Four or five years later. For better or for worse, 2017 is going to be known as the year Animal when everything changed. Change, oh, changed completely. You know, when, um, when the original vision was forever altered. You know, and 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 um, expanded, I guess, or however you want to do it. You yeah, know? It changed. I mean, this is certainly not what they envisioned. This is not what they thought. This but, is not what Joe Rody had in mind. No, but he was going to build a land about mythical animals, which is has nothing to do with this. No, completely un. That's my favorite ridiculous response on Twitter <laughs> when I talk about Pandora. It's my favorite stupid thing to say because it's not human mythology. Because the whole point of Animal Kingdom in Joe Rody's mind, you can read it a thousand different places, was the relationship between man and the natural world. Mm-hmm. And mythical animals mm-hmm. is part of that relationship. Sure. And there's cryptozoology, all that stuff is part of our relationship with sure. the natural world. There's no way to put it. Avatar is completely unrelated to unrelated to that concept. And if you if you tell me <laughs> one more time that Pandora it fits because the beastly kingdom was in Joe Rody's mind. You are just not thinking about it. Oh, you're, also, you're just not putting two and two together. It makes no sense to even bring that up. It's 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 not related. So this is this is not a um you know uh, a, a, an intellectual property way of getting to the original Rody vision of having mythical animals. It's no, just that not. Would have been more it's Lord com- of the Rings. It's completely unrelated. And so this is the first thing that comes in that obviously was not part of what the park was designed for. And every park has that, right? We've we've done that a million times. I mean, Epcot has its moment where you know we can go back and look at the first ride that came into Epcot that wasn't about the future. Uh, yeah, that would be right. What Nemo? Sure. I mean, I, I don't know what it was, but there, but but there are there they're, they're there. They're there. They are there. We can talk Nemo. about um, how Frozen is the first time we've decided we're just going to punt the idea of countries away and just put in shoehorn something that kind of looks like a country and is an intellectual property. We right. can go. We can do this all. I mean, Tomorrowland. You have uh, Monsters Inc. Slap Floor. Absolutely. You. Go, I mean, 
the studios is riddled with it. Is there? What? I mean, the studios was supposed to originally be, you know. A working studio? Oh, yeah. Oh, uh, well, yeah. That, and the, that, that punted. That ended fast. That end, and then they just <laughs> got rid of that, right? And now they're. Thankfully so. Now we're just into a, a movie-themed um, theme park is all it really is. Yeah, that's basically what it is. And so uh, for better or for worse, this is the this is the year that we will that Animal Kingdom is um come under the uh might have lasted longer than some of the others. It certainly didn't. lasted longer than Hollywood Studios. Oh, absolutely. It lasted longer <laughs> than Studios. It last probably didn't last as long as Epcot though. Epcot held I out. I respectfully disagree. No, yeah, you're probably right. Nemo yeah. was pretty early, pretty I mean early not early time. early on, but it was a while ago. Yeah. Was it before 2001? Maybe not. Maybe not. Because that would have been 20 years. Yeah. Maybe, so, maybe Epcot was longer. And, and I think that, um, you know, for the greater fans at large, I, I think the jury's still out on whether or not that change was a good idea. Um, you know, I don't know how I feel about that. But I. I time uh, will tell. Time. Yeah. This is going to, this, we're going to see how this works out. Because. I think it's really good. You go ahead. Because if you look at the changes and when they when they start this slippery slope um, away from the original vision and into intellectual property advertising, which is really what it is, right, um, and purchases and things like that, um, this hasn't gone well for Disney in a lot of ways. Um, Future World's a mess. Oh yeah, they have to completely fix it. You know, and it's a mess because they got away from the vision. Right. And instead of having everything sort of fit together seamlessly and be a nice experience that's kind of all themed, um, it's just sort of all over the place, you know, um, and and future world anyway, future world. Yeah. And Hollywood Studios is a mess oh, because they disaster got rid yeah. of a, a a vision that maybe you Mike didn't like, but that some people did and went down a slippery slope of and remember when they started doing this. Rock and Roller Coaster was great. Loved it. It's fantastic. Tower of Terror. Tower of Terror is great. I mean, it's one of my favorite rides that there is. But you, now you kind of look at the park and you're like, well, what am I looking at? You well, know, didn't they what, put what, Star Wars in like the year after the park opened? I mean, that's not yeah. the original. I think the problem, though, I, mean, I don't want to go too far down this rabbit hole, but they just couldn't logistically keep a working studio going in Florida. It just wasn't going to work. They didn't think that thing out no, more, they didn't think more than out. a few, more yeah. than a year, more than for the opening of it, you know, and it was, yeah. um, it's just not Hollywood. It's just not right. And so instead of recrafting, but the problem is instead of recrafting right. a new idea of what this park is going to be, they just piecemealed stuff in. Absolutely. And, um, I, I think getting it back to animal kingdom, the I real, think Joe Rody tried to do his best to avoid those pitfalls. Right, and I think it, we're really going to find. I think what is the next thing that comes, and I don't mean Flights of Wonder turning into Up. I mean whatever, but I mean like the next land or the next major attraction. Is that right. going to be, you know, Zootopia the ride, or is it going to be an Australia land, or you know, that's going to be the real, right, the real test. We can only hope it's Australia. 
And we can only hope that by the time the, the, the funds are appropriated for this, that Iger is no longer Well, he's, he's on for another two years. Yeah, but two years might not be enough. 2021, yeah. Certainly in two years, no ground is going to break on anything major. No, because they'll still be doing Epcot. Because they'll still be doing Epcot. Because it's the 50th still be, anniversary. Still be, so just be recovering from Star Wars. Yeah, it'll be the 50th anniversary, so Star Wars will be done. The overhaul of Epcot will probably be just about done. Underway, with, yeah. Well, you figure they want that done for the 50th anniversary of the park, which is 2021. Right. That's the plan. So. 30th. 40th. 40th. 2021. No, 50th. Of Epcot? No, of oh, Walt Disney World. Oh, 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 oh. Sorry. Disney World opened in 71. The right. 50th is 2021. What year did Epcot open? 80 or 81? 82. 82? Well, no. I thought it was 81. I could be No, wrong. it wasn't 81. Um, well, whatever. 1980, I think. Was it 80? Okay. Uh, let's yeah, you know what? It, it definitely up. was. Epcot Center. Where is Epcot Center Hollywood up? Studios was 89. I know that for a fact. Uh, it opened up in 1982. 82 was. Okay. Yeah. October 1? Uh, yeah. Think. Yeah. So the Hollywood Studios only opened up a seven years later. Was it 89? I know that one. <laughs> All right. Anyway, that's it, Mike. We're, we're through with the year of, okay. of 2017. And we next, we'll look at our wish list what we hope will come to us in 2018. So stay tuned for that. Um, I guess that's it. Don't forget to go to our website, jomboeveryone.com. You can read the blog posting that Mike was talking about. All the news Mike we just read comes from the blog postings uh, that's put on jomboeveryone.com. Um, I haven't asked for a review on iTunes for a while. I'm Do it. I'm told that I'm supposed to be asking you for that. Do it. Um, so please review us on iTunes. Um, and just remember that Mike is actually the Debbie Downer in this group and not me. Even though you're friends with him on Twitter, he is the one that hates everything. Um, and... Um, I guess that's it. Go to Instagram, Disney's Animal Kingdom on Instagram. You can go to join us on Twitter. Uh, Mike is at Jombo Everyone. Um, find us on Facebook. Just look up Jombo Everyone on Facebook and you'll find us. Most of this stuff is done through the website. You can go there, get links, and off you go. So, uh, Happy New Year once again for Safari Mike. I'm Dave McBride. Kwaharini, go well, and thank you for listening to Radio Harambe. <laughs> Now to kuku atamelele Takuna Now, who do you?